Welcome to Ontrosophy, ramblings on entrepreneurship and philosophy. This episode was recorded while we were hiking in the beautiful foothills of Palo Alto. We will present it in two parts. This is the first one. Happy listening. There was a post this morning from an entrepreneur about how he is struggling to decide whether he should raise money and how investors are using his approach to bootstrap his company. It was a long post. So then I responded to that. If you turn the focus away from you, the company, the team, and toward the customer and the problem you're solving, the whole set of questions he was asking are rendered moot because those anxieties aren't there. It does not matter. Whatever you need to do to solve the problem, you do it. There's no reason to ask, is this the right way? Should we do the other way? No. Like, do whatever. If the raising money helps you solve the problem, raise money. Talking helps you solve the problem. <laughs> so it just does not matter. And so now it just, it becomes less about the status, more about getting the joy or dealing with the actual problem we're trying to solve. And, <laughs> That guy actually got excited, he's like, thumbs up, thumbs up. Again, this is the kind of experience I have when I read Mark's piece. I think it comes from the place of genuine experience. And this is Mark Randolph, Mark Randolph, yeah. And if anyone who's speaking from their genuine personal experience, I don't know, there's something about our brain, can identify that very easily. Even if overall, like an AI system will map it to the same embedding point, there is some amount of variation that says, hey, this is the person's unique personal experience rather than regurgitating a thought that there is somewhere. Goddess, I know we talked about the sort of being stripped naked when you were trying to go solve the problem on the spot. The fact that you're constantly thinking, how are we being perceived, yeah. even in this entrepreneurial journey. So you're constantly bombarded by, hey, your product is right, your product is not right, your approach is right, your approach is not right. Here. Way of thinking about this problem needs to confine the way others think about this problem. Absolutely. If you sort of cut out that noise, when you say cut out the noise, it's not like don't listen to it, but listen to all of it. If you have to sort of visualize it, uh, visualize it from an audio standpoint, yeah. but there is this noise which is like really loud in your head. Yeah. You sort of still hear all of those things and they slowly sort of fade into the background as cacophony. And then there is this inner voice that says, hey, all that is good, but what do you think? Who are you thinking that? And what would you do help the Lord in solving the problem that you are intending to solve at its core again? So that's what actually helped last week, getting feedback from multiple users or at least conversations with external users for what it's worth, they're excited about some of the features that you're offering. Did you come back with uh, some beta testing of the app? So I, I held off until a good version comes about. Here also, this idea that you should release whatever you have versus I would only release a perfect product. This decision itself is a very personal and very much dependent on each startup and each founder. You can never get you the right answer in one iteration. Releasing a whole bunch of bug-prone releases are also not a good idea. So you have to find the right balance and who knows? You know already. Exactly. 
So when you know already, don't just read one more tweet or a blog and decide, no, since certain accelerator keeps saying, release what you have, you go ahead and release it and you get on the ditch that you could see. One of the ways we can prevent the known problems is to onboard every one of them. At least initially, we can do that. So what do you I, mean by onboarding? So each time there's a beta request, a request for access. We are going to give them access. Before we do that, we'll say, hey, we can get on a call for 20 minutes. We'll show you how we can use the app to get the most benefit. Because I think it is very hard for startups to have a US journey that is better near. Even Google, when I use it, runs into issues. So obviously it would be in some amount of uh, journey that we have laid out would be hard. But like if we show them, because what is happening with us, every time I do the demo, I have not found the person does not want to have an access and get excited. Like sometimes people get excited, they never follow up. But when I do the demo, they always follow up once you get an access. Since I've been using the application, I'm fluid in how to use them. So my interaction shows the perfect use journey. But when they do that themselves, it's a true test. Releases with onboarding, maybe we can release faster. Two interesting points. In terms of knowing what the right moment to release is, maybe we know it already versus, hey, release fast or never release until it's perfect. So it's actually an interesting problem to go solve in the journey, right? Because too far left, you lose the customer. You're too far right, you also lose. You're your only customer at that point. <laughs> and you're losing any joy of building, yeah. Oh, you enjoy it. No, I think I would say that joy of building solely comes from customer. It, it is not delivering value. It is very draining. Every time it does something for the customer, it replenishes your joy and your energy. Go at it again. So saying and then doing it like a long PhD thesis perhaps would not work. Got it. The other point you made was the combination of demo plus release. There are issues with that I've run into. The problem there is you can't go do this for every customer that you want to attract. Especially for bootstrap yeah. startup. How do we balance scale versus getting the wall factor for every release? Yeah. yeah. So more than the, the release count versus what's the usage count. So if daily active users are below 100, I think we can definitely talk to them. We'd love to talk to them, right? In five minutes, I would book my entire day if they are willing to talk to all of them. So like if we have hundreds of these active customers who are using it, these are like power users. And that's all we need to really make it. Then the VC money is right for them. If we have hundred daily engaged, spending 20, 30 minutes, an hour on it, on a daily basis, I mean, that's, that's a product. The right resources are put in, that's going to take off. The idea is to get in front of customers, builders small, who we can help them and then really get on the other side where they say, yes, you help us. There's initiation and then engagement, but then the final before and after. Let's talk processes for a bit. You mentioned uh, last week and the previous week should be noticeable, but it is. You go through this, what the heck is going on, one week and then the other week, I think one guy said, hey, this feature in your particular workflow works wonders for me. So how do you keep uh, the peaks and the trough the same in this journey when it's constantly coming at you? I have really started seeing almost all of these things are experiencing. And none of these things are truly about me, me. So valley and trough is like having different scenes in a movie. The actor comes out, there's a romantic scene and there's a 
there's a scary scene in Hitchcock movie. These are just experiences we have. We have them, but they, they don't define us. There's nothing in this about us. So a lot of fear components go away if it is not about us, the entrepreneur, or even the team person. It's about the experience team is having. And so if we see them these weeks as, oh, this week we had this experience versus that experience, it's not that the team was any different last week versus this week. It's the same thing watching a different movie. That sort of removes the anxiety part of it. You can even be joyous or have uh, a scary feeling, but it's just a feeling. It's not about the team, it's not about the company, it's not about the individual. I think this way, the whole thing gets really easy. Because then you continue on, because you want to continue on, the outcomes are almost immaterial, secondary to the journey. So you just move on, you do the thing, you try for another experience. Fascinating. I think there's an equivalent I, I keep bringing up. I don't know what it is. One of his famous analogies for how to find who am I question. The movie theater, you are the screen. The movie that is playing on that screen is your life. <laughs> and you're not going to get burnt if there's a fire in the movie. You're not going to get cold if there's a snowstorm in the movie. Or if there's a fight or if there's drama there. That's the state. And that's where you understand that I part. And in similar terms, if you're able to sort of understand the entrepreneurship journey for both you and your team, and if you're able to get your team along with that even better, but at least for you, you become the entrepreneurship screen, and that sort of removes the last week was a bad movie, this week is a different movie. <laughs> That's right. Or it lets you do that and not make it about you. I mean, even good and bad is good. If you get burned, it hurts. Yes, it's good. But it still is not you. Still your body sort of reacts in a certain way. That level of separation, it makes you fearless. At the end of the day, what is fear? Fear is inertia, emotional inertia. You want things to remain good, whatever way it is. That's what fear in the end is. Why that happens is because we think each event is defining us, changing the mix of what makes us us. But if you think you're impervious, there's nothing you can do to us, the element that is within us, then all of the anxieties just melt away because you are untouchable. The soul is not modifiable. It's an immutable object, as programmers would say. So you cannot be changed, but it can participate in every code path there is. It's an immutable object, but it is integral part of the code. And so thinking that way, not just having obviously entrepreneurship, but even in general life, I mean, that lets you enjoy life and not expect life to be this way or that.